Welcome to the official podcast where the bombs get thrown. I'm your host, May Shayla Bogan, and I introduce to you the Mike Bomb Podcast. Enjoy. Welcome to the Mike Bomb Podcast. This is your host, me, Shayla. This episode, I'm going to be kicking off with giving you guys a preview of Thursday Night Football, where the 6-7-1, I meant the 6-7 Minnesota Vikings, will be hosting the 6-5-1 Pittsburgh Steelers. Um, Obviously, this game, is to me, is going to be determined between, one, who's the better quarterback for tonight, and who's going to be the better defense? Can the Minnesota Vikings contain Ben Roethlisberger and, you know, Najee Harris, which to me is going to be the two biggest factors in tonight's game for Pittsburgh offensively. Obviously, Deontay Johnson is their number one wide receiver. Patrick Peterson is, you know, the Vikings' number one cornerback. So I'm expecting to see them two line up together. And, you know... Can we get a big game for Deontay Johnson? If we can, that's I'm that would be great. Um, but tonight I think it's gonna be more of what can Chase Claypool do. Can he rebound from his two dreadful performances, one against Cincinnati and two against Baltimore last week, even though the Steelers did have a twenty to nineteen win at home against arch rivals, the Baltimore Ravens, to increase, you know, their playoff chances and keeping their playoff hopes alive. Or will the Vikings, Kirk Cousins and the Vikings, rebound from their dreadful loss against the Detroit Lions, who were once the winless Detroit Lions? What is like, what are we gonna see here? Are we gonna see the Ben Roethlisberger and the no huddle playoff, you know, no huddle play action offense? Or are we gonna see the BS that we saw from Matt Canada, which honestly caused the Steelers to be in this boat in the first place is what I'll say. Defense, even though they didn't have the best games against the run against Cincinnati, the pass against the Chargers the previous week, um, they kind of rebounded last week against the Ravens where they had at least seven sacks. T.J. Watt had a forced fumble, three and a half sacks. Um, I think he had at least seven quarterback hits. He had some pretty solid numbers. So can we see more of that tonight? Yeah, I like it. Um, the Vikings are number, you know, ranked eighth of the top ten in in the passing game. Pittsburgh is not even top fifteen. They're actually, if I'm not mistaken, seventeenth in the passing game, and um, they're almost last in offense, if I'm not mistaken. I know they're almost last in the running game, where it's not that great for both teams. Um, Minnesota is expected to have running back Dalvin Cook back this week against Pittsburgh, you know, battling a dislocated shoulder. He was actually expected to be back December 20th, 
but with, you know, great rehab, you know, fast healing, he's expected to give it a go tonight. So the task for the Steelers defense, one is to obviously find a way to contain Justin Jefferson because he's going to be, he obviously all the attention is going to go to him without, especially without Adam Thielen, you know, playing tonight with an ankle injury. As for Pittsburgh, Joe Hayden is missing another game for the fourth fourth week straight with a foot injury. So another big blow to the secondary. And they obviously can use Joe Hayden tonight due to me. Obviously, okay, Cameron Sutton is a pretty good cornerback. I'm not going to lie. He's averaged. But can I trust him one-on-one against Justin? I don't think so. So, with Joe Hayden being out, I'm expecting to see some more double-team action, even though I expect Justin to at least have two touchdowns that game. Because it's going to be plays where they're not going to double-team him, and it's going to be plays where he's going to beat people one-on-one. But can I get a good game from Pat Firemove, who obviously is going to be dealing a lot with Harrison Smith, um, maybe a little Patrick Peterson here and there, but he's going to mainly have his attention on Deontay Johnson. So who's your answer for Chase Claypool? Obviously, you're Ben. You're going to throw it to Deontay because he's your main guy. But I think to come out the winner of this game, if you're Ben, you will have to put your faith in Chase Claypool. And Chase Claypool is just going to have to use the size to advantage and get some more physicality. To be his size, you know, you expect more, more, you know, playing in or better effort in playing in have not seen it since the Denver game. I'm not even going to lie here. Um, it's it's actually going to be a close game tonight. It's going to be. Um, I'm not expecting a blowout from neither one of the teams because these are two questionable offenses coming into games. Kirk Cousins obviously being – 8 and 17 in primetime games, Pittsburgh being 2 and 3 on the road this year. Um the Steelers being the 23rd ranked offense, you know, Minnesota's being the 8th total, you know, ranked number 8th in total offense. Um Steelers defense is ranked 19th, Minnesota's defense is ranked 29th. Both passing games are ranked Minnesota's ranked number seventh in the passing game, while Pittsburgh is ranked 17th. And then you got Pittsburgh and Russian ranked 29th, even though they have a, a massive stud in Najee Harris, who I've been fighting and arguing and bickering to get the damn football more. And I hope it starts tonight with Minnesota, whose defense is ranked 29th, and almost last against the rush. With this being said, their offense, you know, rushing is ranked 15th. Dalvin Cook being back is obviously going to help them and boost their momentum. Justin Jefferson is there. Um, He's going to be, he's expected to get all the attention because Adam Thielen is out tonight. So they're kind of shorthanded there. Um, Dalvin Cook is obviously giving them a massive boost because he's a running back who could run and receive. And I really loved his performance against the Green Bay Packers. I think that was a real impressive win that, you know, Minnesota pulled off when they beat the Packers 34-31 at home. 
Um, no one, I think I speak for even Vikings fans, no one's seen that coming. So that was actually a statement game. It was like, okay, if you think you're going to beat us easily, you're not. So you better tell your defense to step their game up. And that's what I'm expecting tonight from the Steelers. Um, this game is going to be a tough one because it's hard to pick a winner against two offenses, even though Pittsburgh had a great performance in the fourth quarter. I'll say this for Minnesota. Don't let it come down to the fourth quarter and the boss and Ben Roethlisberger's hands last. I'm going to just say that right now. I am not liking teams against Big Ben in the fourth quarter and he gets the ball last. It's either it's either gonna, your defense is either going to stop him from scoring or which is in a rarity based on what I saw this year that it happens or let's just say you might lose the game because he's either going to put himself put his you know kicker Chris Boswell who's a phenomenal kicker and predicament to you know make the game winning field goal or he just going to throw a touchdown either the fire move hand it all to you know Najee um, might do a miracle and rush from one. You never know. But the real question is, who can you pick to win the night? If you're betting, if you're trying to go against the spread, pick Minnesota because they're at home. But you can go ahead against the spread, but I might go against it because it's hard to bet against Ben, especially from the performance I saw. You know, Sunday, I was actually in attendance for that game. So it's not like I'm watching it on TV. I was watching it in person. Um, I like the way our defense answered the call. I'm questioning still our secondary, even though Minka Fitzpatrick had a phenomenal, remarkable interception. And obviously in the end zone, intercepting Lamar Jackson's pass. Can we see a big game from Minka Fitzpatrick tonight? Is Pittsburgh going to miss Joe Hayden tonight versus Justin Jefferson? Um, Adam Thielen is not playing, should help the secondary. So they should be, you know, finding easier ways to contain him tonight. Um, Is, can I expect, so who is it to pick to win tonight? Obviously, Minnesota's favorite because they're at home. And if you're Pittsburgh, you're not going to be favorite from here on out. You're not because of the schedule. You're not going to be favorite because, one, you're going to be the underdogs because the opposing team's record, your offensive rankings versus their offensive rankings, you're obviously going to be playing on paper the better offense. So you can't expect different you know you to be favorites even though you are at home um you weren't favorites last week against Baltimore actually I can't give you a game this year besides the Lions game where you were favorite maybe against the Bears but that's pretty much it when you're a questionable offense that obviously has great potential especially with running the ball um passing the ball if Ben calls the plays you should be good to go, and you should be fine. Um, if Matt Canada calls the police, that's when things just might get ugly real quick. Can I trust, you know, Matt Canada to once again allow Ben Roethlisberger to run the show? 
can I see more play action, no huddle going down the field? I can't expect that. Will I see it is the question. So with because of my expectations, I'm not expecting a blowout. So who's my pick to win this game? I'm a go. I'm not going against this. I'm not going with the spread. Um, Kirk Cousins being 8-17 in primetime games. Ben being, you know, the Steelers being 2-3 and three on the road this year. Will Kirk Cousins rebound from his, you know, performance against the Lions? Or will the Steelers continue their winning streak and increase their playoff chances? And obviously, you know, keep pace not only in the AFC North Division, even though being swept by Cincinnati didn't help, but beating Baltimore did. And improve to... And obviously increase their chances in the playoffs. Um, who is it to pick? I'm picking the Steelers. Um, it's just okay. I can't go against Mike Tomlin. I can't go against. I can't go against Ben. Um, I'm trusting Matt Canada to obviously know now because we're in Week 14. What works and what doesn't. I'm ex- I could expect a good game for Najee Harris tonight because the Vikings are not that great against the run. So he should be getting the ball more often. I'm glad Benny Snell's starting to crack underneath a little under you know from the eggshells a little and starting to produce. I think he had a pretty solid performance for you know the minimal snaps he received against Baltimore last week. So with that being said, I'm going with the Steelers in a close one. I'm not expecting a blowout. I'm not going to say, say, oh yeah, Pittsburgh's going to kick their ass. Minnesota's going to bring their good fight, but I think it's going to be the Steelers' defense that's once again going to come up big. Hopefully they can stay healthy so then they can relax for at least a, a week and all and go from there. So I'm picking 21 18 Steelers win. They went, they beat Minnesota in a close one. They improve to 7, 5, and 1. The Vikings will fall to 6 and 8. And will obviously, you know, not help their playoff hopes, while the Steelers will increase their playoff hopes. So Pittsburgh will improve to 7, 5, and 1. Minnesota will fall to 6 and 8. Hoping for a rebound the following Sunday after this one. And we'll go from there. So I got 21-18 Steelers winning a close one. I think that's a safer pick. I think that's the better pick. Um, It's obviously going against the spread because Minnesota's at home. Pittsburgh's offense is questionable. But I think Tomlin put an emphasis on the team when he said it's either put up or shut up. And I think the Steelers are going to continue that tonight in a close one. Um, Steelers football never been about style points. And I think that's going to continue tonight. So I got 21-18 Steelers win. And that's all I pretty much have for this segment. If you want to watch this game, you can. 
It will be available tonight on live. 8.15 p.m. Eastern Time. Watch it on Fox. Watch it on Amazon. Watch it on NFL Network. Or if you like me, have all three. You can pick whatever station you want. Um, you can also watch it on with the NFL Game Pass or whatever cable tele, you know, whatever cable stations you have. But if you're on the West Coast, it's obviously going to be 5:15 Pacific time because you know you're three hours behind. But if you're on the East Coast, it's 8:15 p.m. Eastern time on Fox, Amazon, or NFL Network. Or if you got the NFL Game Pass. You will obviously see it. You can watch it on the NFL app if you have that downloaded on your phones where the games will also be shown to you as well. And yeah, see you next segment. Welcome back to the Mike Bomb Podcast. This is your host, me, Shayla. I'm now giving you a preview of NFL Week 14, so I will be continuing on. Um, there are many games, you know, people are wondering who are the best teams obviously fit for a playoff berth coming in. The AFC is a juggernaut. We, ain't, I don't think we're going to find out who the playoff team is going to be in AFC to the final games of the season. So it'll be, be the, don't even look to see who's eliminated. You obviously could eliminate the Texans. You could eliminate the Jaguars because they already have 10 losses of the year. Knock them out. They're out of here. But that's pretty much it with the AFC conference. So I think these games coming up in the AFC is going to be, let's just say it's going to be one for the ages. Um, you got the Las Vegas Raiders in their rematch in Arrowhead against, who are sitting here 6-6, six and six, by the way, against Patrick Mahomes and the Kansas City Chiefs, who are going to be at home, who are 8-4, and four. And looking to revenge there, I believe it was a 41-17 or 41-21 loss at home. And coming to Arrowhead to try and revenge that, this will be a good game to watch. Because not only can it change the landscape of the AFC playoffs, but it will change the landscape, obviously, of the NFC West division. Even because, think about it, they already lost to the Chargers, the Chiefs, and I think the Raiders lost to them too. Or they probably beat the LA Chargers. But, you know, Raiders beating the Chiefs can, if I'm not mistaken, put the Chargers in first place because of a victory against Kansas City. Them pretty much having the same record as if the Chargers, you know, handled their business this weekend. And I think they will because they're playing the Giants at home. So... And they won four straight games against them. So when you're the Chiefs, you can't afford to lose this game. And you're the Raiders, you want to keep your playoff hopes alive. And you obviously want to win this game to keep them alive. Because you got the Steelers, who already picked the, you know, come up big against Minnesota. You know, you got your Broncos, who I think a lot of people are overlooking right now. You also got the Chargers. Then, then it's the Dolphins, you know, who's finding their way. The Ravens, the Bengals, the Browns, who are playing each other this week. Baltimore and Cleveland in a rematch in Cleveland. That's a game I think a lot of people should look into because that could change the whole landscape of the AFC North Division along 
with the AFC conference. Because if Cleveland loses, you know, it increases Pittsburgh's chances even more because they beat Cleveland and they also beat Baltimore. But if the Ravens lose, not only would they lose the AFC North division, but they might have to bump down from the top three of the conference to maybe top five, top six, depending on the records of the other teams. With all of this being said, it's it's a real juggernaut in the AFC. It's a real, real juggernaut. Because Denver this year, you know, is playing a very vulnerable team at home against the 1-10-1 Detroit Lions. Um, Denver is 3-1 this year versus NFC teams this season, while... Three and five versus AFC teams this season. So Denver wins. They go to seven and six. Obviously, I believe if the Raiders lose to the Chiefs and get swept, they'll fall. Denver will take their place in the playoff hunt, and you wouldn't want that. Then you got the Bengals, who are seven and five right now, versus at home. Against the six and six San Francisco 49ers, who are actually looking to increase, you know, their playoff hopes. And I think they're the sleeper team because it's like they're doing all of this without their star players, you know. Even though they got Debo Samuel, I don't think he played against Seattle. I could be wrong there. Um, George Kittle, Jimmy Garoppolo, obviously, they missed Raheem Morissette. For the Seahawks game, I think if they would have had him, the the landscape of that game would have changed. The results would have not been the same. Um, but you can only do so much when you have like a fourth stream or fifth stream running back, you know. But to be this far and to be like this, you know, props up to them. But yeah, seven and five, six and six. This is gonna be a good game. Um, the San Francisco 49ers are actually 12-4 and four versus Cincinnati all-time, including playoffs. I did not know that. But if I got a pick, um, I actually don't have a pick for that game yet, so I'm going to have to get back to that one. Another game I think a lot of people should look at is 7-5 Buffalo Bills on the road versus the 9-3 Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Because, and I say everyone should look at this game because here's the deal. Pittsburgh beats Minnesota tonight. Buffalo lost to the Steelers week one. This could be the week where that loss backfire on them because if they fall to 7-6, um, they're not leading their division no more, which means Pittsburgh can honestly take their take their spot if they handle their business tonight against Minnesota. And that has a great chance of happening. So, this game's going to be a toss-up, though, because Tom Brady is, even though he's 32-3 and in a career record versus, you know, Buffalo, which is obviously the most wins by any QB versus a single opponent, this is not the same Buffalo team that Tom Brady played when he was in the NFC, when he was, you know, a New England Patriot. And even though you do got Bruce Aarons, you don't have Belichick in your corner. But going against Brady at home is a real hard one. So these, this is actually a pretty good game to watch. Um, Rams and the Cardinals. Cardinals ten and two. Rams are eight and four. Coming into State Farm Stadium. 
that's going to be a hard one. Um, because the Cardinals did, you know, beat the brakes off the Rams in SoFi, which I did not expect. But I think the Rams are starting to find their rhythm with Matthew and Odell. Um, Van Jefferson and Matthew, I think, are starting to get back on the same page. Cooper Cup and Matthew never fell off. It's that Cooper started, you know, get more attention because Odell's hardly on the field. I don't know why. Maybe it's because he needs to learn more. Van Jefferson just not being that dude that Robert Woods was. But that's then. This is now. I think they're coming off a real impressive win at home against Jacksonville. And they're looking to keep that going. They did win eight out of nine of the last games versus Arizona. So can we, you know, keep that going? Maybe. We're about to see right now. So this will be, yeah, these are the games that I think you should look at more because playoff implications are all on the line. Obviously, the Steelers and the Vikings is a game you should look at because Pittsburgh wins. They go to 7-5-1. Minnesota falls to 6-8. That helps out Chicago, who's playing Green Bay this week. Um, it also helps out, I believe, it can help out the Seahawks as well. Um, it can't help out the Lions, unfortunately, because they lost too many games already this year. It can help out the 49ers. It can help them out. I think it can help out. I think it helps out many, many teams. I think almost everyone in the NFC but the Menace, I meant, but the Detroit Lions, who obviously opened up the field for everyone in the NFC by beating the Vikings. So with this being said, um... Those are the games you should look at. And you should look at them because here's another game. See, four and eight Seahawks, two and ten Houston Texans. Um, Seahawks win, they go to five and eight. Will this, you know, benefit their season? No, but they're still in playoff hunt, and you don't know how these other four to five games is gonna play out for their opponents, conference nor divisional, you know, opponents. Nor, you know, how it can play out for them. Missing Jamal Adams this year with a torn labrum, I think it is, in his shoulder against uh, in the win against San Francisco. It's going to hurt them because not only is he their best defensive back, but he's arguably their best defensive player behind Bobby Wagner. And they use him for a lot of things. Sometimes they use him for coverage. They use him for line, you know, to be able to blitz. And not having him, it's going to hurt. So, you never know. But you don't know how, is Russell Wilson, can Russell Wilson pull magic out of his hat again with DK Metcalf and Tyler Lockett? Can the running game still keep going in Seattle? We never know. Because that was a real impressive win against the 49ers. That's pretty much going to be my games to watch this year. I'll be back next segment with my NFL Week 14 Pick'em, so stay tuned. Welcome back to the Mike Bomb Podcast. I am now moving forward with a new segment. It will be NFL Week 14 Pick'em. So this is once again where I will be picking who's going to win and who's not and why. So if you're interested to see who I'm picking, continue listening. If not, you can always skip to the next segment or whatever you please to do. Okay, so obviously 
If you've been listening to this episode, you know who's my pick to win. 21-18 Steelers in the Thursday night football matchup between them and the Minnesota Vikings. Minnesota will fall to 5-8, and eight, correct me. I did say 6-8, and eight, so correct me. That will be 5-8 and eight they'll fall to. And the Steelers will improve to 7-5-1 to increase their playoff chances for this year and possibly the AFC North title, even though they did get dominated and swept and got the brakes beat off of them in a very humiliating way by the Cincinnati Bengals. But that's another topic for another day. Um, so I'm picking the Steelers to win that in a close one. Um, Cowboys and Washington football team. Dallas is going to FedEx field as 8-4 and four versus the Washington football team, who are 6-6. Six and six. You know, Washington did win four straight games again four and four straight games since their bye week started the season two and six. So can that continue tonight or will Dak Prescott and the Cowboys obviously increase their chances of winning or yeah, winning the NFC West division I mean NFC East division and go to nine and four. I'm picking the Cowboys to win this. I got 31-24 Dallas in a close one. I think it's going to come down to the wire. I think Dallas is going to make a great stop. I actually love their defense against Washington. So, uh, and obviously losing, you know, your tight end for the year for Washington is going to hurt them. Losing Chase Young, I think this is going to be the game where they're really going to miss him. So, I'm going with the Cowboys to win this. I got 31 24 Dallas. Um, 2 and 10 Jaguars going to Nissan Stadium to battle 8 and 4 Tennessee Titans. Jacksonville did allow 17 points or fewer in each of their six games since their bye week. And I think that's going to continue, especially if both Julio Jones and AJ Brown are back. Um, with that being said, I'm going with the Tennessee Titans to win at home. I got well, okay. This is a divisional matchup. But I'm expecting the Jaguars to at least put up some good points. So I got 24 14 Tennessee. Seattle Seahawks will be traveling to NRG Stadium for their one o'clock game as four and eight against the Houston Texans who are attending. Well, 2-10, and ten, correct me. Um, Houston averaging 13.7 points per game this season. Fewest in the NFL. Um, I think that's going to continue tonight. I mean, you know, Sunday. Um, I think that Houston is not going to have enough on their defense to contain DK Metcalf, Tyler Lockett, nor Russell Wilson. So I'm going with the Seahawks to improve the 5-8. and eight. Houston Texans to fall to 2-11. and 11. And I got Seattle... Um, 21-14 Seahawks win. I think that's a more accurate score. Now, this game is going to be a hard one because you got the Las Vegas Raiders 6-6 six and six, traveling to Arrowhead uh, to play Patrick Mahomes and the Kansas City Chiefs 8-4. and four. Kansas City, though, did allow 11.2 points per game, you know, since week 8, which is the second field in the NFL. But I think, you know, Patrick Mahomes and the offense are starting to find their rhythm back. And, you know, starting to have, like, resemblance of their old selves, what people would say, or to them from last season and the season before. 
And I think that's going to continue. So I actually got Kansas City sweeping the Las Vegas Raiders. I think the Raiders are going to fall to 6-7. and seven, And the Chiefs are going to improve to 9-4. and four, And keep their AFC West division title reign alive. And I think that they're going to win. I got a close one, though, because I think the Raiders are going to bring the fight. So I got 31-28 Kansas City. Um, in MetLife, you got the 5-7 and seven New Orleans Saints versus the 3-9 and nine Jets. The Saints did lose five straight games in a season for the first time in the Sean Payton era. That was since 2006. I think that streak is actually going to break against these Jets. I don't see the Saints losing this game. So I got the Saints going to 6-7 and seven and proving. And I got the Jets falling to 3-10. and 10. So I got 28. 14 New Orleans improves. Um, Bank of America Stadium, you got the Falcons, who are 5-7, and seven, versus the Panthers, who are also 5-7. and seven. Atlanta outscored 112-41 since Week 10. Um, hmm. Who can I pick to win this? Um, Sam Darnold or Matty Ice? I'm going to go with the Panthers to cover the spread. Um, they're at home. The Falcons, you know, being outscored 120, I meant 112 to 41, and, you know, within four weeks, it's not a great sign defensively. And I think that's going to continue tonight, even though the Panthers did lose Christian McCaffrey for the season. But I don't think this will be the game where that backfires on them. So... If Cam Newton can, you know, play up to his potential and get back to his old self just a little and continue this game, I got the Panthers winning in a close one. I got 18 to 15, Carolina wins at home. I think that's pretty accurate. First Energy Stadium, 1 p.m. game between the 8 and 4 Baltimore Ravens versus the Cleveland Browns, who are coming off a of bye week at record of 6 and 6. Who can I pick to win this? This is actually a hard one for me because, one, you know, as a Steelers fan, you don't know who you want to win this game. Do you want Cleveland to win this game to keep in contract with you, to keep, you know, close to you in the playoff point, or do you want them to fall to a below 500 record and want the Ravens or, you know, the Ravens to win who you just beat and go to 9-4? But at the end of the day, this segment is not about who I want to win. It's about who I think is going to win. So with that being said, I got the Baltimore Ravens sweeping the Cleveland Browns. I don't think Baker Mayfield is going to overcome this. Lamar Jackson is 5-1 head-to-head record versus Baker Mayfield and the Cleveland Browns. So with that being said, I think he's going to prove to 6-1. I think they're going to rebound from their dreadful performance in Pittsburgh. I think they're looking to make a statement. And I think it's going to start in First Energy Stadium when they beat the who beat the team who were the favorites coming into this year to win the AFC North Division and practically close their hopes out. So with this being said, I got 28-25 Baltimore. I think the Ravens are going to sweep the Cleveland Browns. And I think they're going to improve to 9-4. And Cleveland falls to six and seven. Okay, next game. We got the New York Giants versus the seven and five Chargers. Giants four and eight, Chargers seven and five. And I think that 
them going to Chargers did win four straight games against the New York Giants. And I think that's going to continue. I think their streak's going to go to, you know, five-game streak. So I'm picking the Chargers to win. I got 28-15 LA goes to, you know, 8-5, and five, and the Giants will fall to 4-9. and nine. I'm sorry, you know, as a New Jersey native, you will want the Giants to win this just to make a statement, but it's without quarterback. It's okay. Justin Herbert versus who? Because it's not Daniel Jones. Saquon Barkley is pretty banged up coming into this game. So that's them versus the Chargers defense. So you're not even coming in with a healthy running back. Even if Saquon does play, then you got your wide receivers who's banged up. And I don't really know who your tight ends are. So let's face facts, Giants. You will lose this game. I can't pick you to win with all these deficiencies that I saw, both offensively and, def and defensively, and based on what I've been seeing from the Chargers this whole year. So, yes, I'm picking the Chargers. 28-15, Chargers win, go to 8-5. Lions versus Broncos. 1-10 Lions will head to Mal High to play the 6-6 six six Broncos. Denver, 3-1 versus NFC teams this season. 3-5 and five versus AFC teams this season. I think they're going to go to 4-1. and one. I got the Broncos winning in a close one. 21-18. No, what? No, scratch that. I got, hmm, 24-21 Denver. Broncos would go to 7-6. Detroit would fall to 1-11-1. And that would be it. Paul Brown Stadium, 425 game between the 6-6. Six and six. San Francisco 49ers traveling to Cincinnati to play the 7-5 Cincinnati Bengals. San Francisco is 12-4 versus Cincinnati all-time, including playoffs. But I think they're going to fall to 12-5 of all-time lists because I'm picking the Bengals to win this game because I like their running game. I love their passing game. Um, it's Joe Burrow versus a very vulnerable 49ers secondary. Um, I think Cincinnati is looking to rebound for their performance versus the Chargers at home, and this is a great shot for them to do so. So I got the Bengals improving at eight and five. The 49ers falling to six and seven. Unfortunately, I could be wrong, but this is my pick. I'm using the cover to spread along with because the Bengals are at home and they obviously have a Ray. Stronger offense than San Francisco. I think, you know, the Bengals are going to win this. So I got Cincinnati winning 31. Um, 31-21 Cincinnati. That's more valid. San Francisco might score less, though. I'm not even going to lie here. Now we're going to another 425 p.m. game. 7-5 Buffalo Bills. Josh Allen and the Bills would travel to see Tom Brady and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, who are 9-3 at Raymond James Stadium. Tom Brady, three and you know, 32-3 in his career versus Buffalo, which is the most wins by any NFL quarterback versus a team, which is Wow, pretty impressive for, you know, Tom Brady, but uh, not so good for Buffalo. So, I'm picking the Buccaneers to win this game. I got 28-25 Tampa Bay. I think the Bills are going to put up their best fight, but I think it's not going to be enough. 
Tom Brady's record is going to prove to 33-3 versus Buffalo. Buffalo will fall to 7-6. Tom Brady and the Bucks will prove to 10-3 and keep their playoff hopes alive, which honestly they're pretty much going to be in. Especially when they win, especially if they win this Sunday, which I'm picking them to, because a win and a New Orleans loss or things like that can help them. And they're one of the three teams, other than Green Bay and, if I'm not mistaken, Arizona, who can clinch a playoff berth this week. Now we got the 8:20 game in Lambeau Field, four and eight. Justin Fields and the four and eight, you know. Chicago Bears will be traveling to Lambeau Field to take on Aaron Rodgers, the 9-3 Packers. Green Bay did win five straight games versus Chicago, and I think that streak is going to continue. I don't like the Bears' chances going into Lambeau Field. Maybe if it wasn't Chicago, it would be better, but since it's not and it's in prime time, it's hard to bet against Aaron Rodgers. Um, with Devontae Adams and, you know, Dylan with Aaron Jones. And then you also got to deal with Randall Cobb in the process. So with all of this being said, I got the Packers approving the 10-3. and three, The Bears falling to 4-9. and nine, And, yeah, I got, in a, in a, I got 28-14 Packers. Now, here's where the real interesting matchup comes into play. Who would win between the 8-4 and four Rams who are traveling to State Farm Stadium to prevent their embarrassing loss at home versus Arizona Cardinals who are currently sitting here 10-2? and two. The Rams did win, though, 8 out of 9 of their last matchups versus Arizona, and I think that's going to continue. I think like the Rams, like I've said you know, previously, that they starting to find their rhythm. Odell... Matthew is starting to, you know, find a connection, which is obviously you want due to you signing him here because Robert was missing, you know, the rest of the season with a torn ACL, things like that. You want, you know, you want Odell and Matthew to keep to get things going, to take pressure off Cooper Cup, to, you know, open up more opportunities for Van Jefferson, who I think could be a great number three. I'm not even going to lie here. I like what I saw from so far. I don't think the previous weeks he was given like a fair opportunity because him just like Odell was just thrown in the middle of like everything. So I think that with, you know, obviously more practice, more everything, that's, that's going to continue for them. It's going to, you know, improve. So I'm picking the Rams. I got the Rams going 9-4, improving to 9-4. Cardinals falling to 10-3. Either the Bucks or the Packers will take the number one seed. And, you know, keep things going in the NFC. I got, now what's the score do I have? Hmm. I got 34-31 Los Angeles wins. That's right. I'm picking the Rams one last time. One last time to beat the Arizona Cardinals at home and improve their record to 9-4. Cardinals fall to 10-3. And, yeah, see y'all soon. And this is all I have for this segment and for the remainder of this episode. Um, If you want to watch all these games, they're available in your area, either on Fox or on 
CBS, you have to check your local cable stations or things like that. Or if you have the NFL, you know, Game Pass where you can watch the games, great for you. Or the Dufu Sports apps, if you want to watch other games, you can as well. And that's all I got for this. See you guys next episode. Thank you to all who have supported and rooted. And yeah, go Steelers. Okay, and if you want to watch the um game between the Cardinals and the Rams, that will be... 8.20 p.m. Eastern Time, 5.20, you know, p.m. Pacific Time. And on ESPN or ESPN2, depending on whatever cable station you have, or on the Do Food Sports app, like sometimes I do when I'm on the road traveling, things like that. And, yeah, see you guys next episode. Welcome to the Mike Bomb Podcast, the podcast where the bombs get thrown. Thank you for tuning in to the latest episode. This is your host, May Shayla, exiting it out. But before I do, I would like to take the time to thank everyone who has subscribed, followed, and listened to the podcast and for your support throughout this whole series. If you are interested in getting more news and updates about the podcast, such as news episodes and seasons, you can now subscribe and follow the podcast on Apple Music, Spotify, Amazon Music, and Google Podcasts. Thank you for your support and see you next episode. Got time like a design is written in his head every time before he even touches a key or speaks in a rhyme. And those motherfuckers he runs with the kids that he signed ridiculous without even trying. How do they do it? This is 10% luck, 20% skill, 15% concentrated power of will, 5% pleasure, 50% pain, and 100% reason to remember the name. Fort Minor, M. Shinoda. Welcome to the Mike Bomb Podcast, the podcast where the bombs get thrown. Thank you for tuning in to the latest episode. This is your host, May Shayla, exiting out. But before I do, I would like to take the time to thank everyone who has subscribed, followed, and listened to the podcast, and for your overall support and love. If you are interested in getting more news and updates about the podcast, such as new episodes, new seasons, You can now subscribe and follow the podcast on your favorite platforms such as Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, iHeartRadio, Pandora Radio, Google Podcasts, and much more. Or you can visit www.themikebomb.com for news updates within your favorite sport leagues along with more news about the podcast. Thank you for your support and see you next episode. Thank you.